Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. What is going on, everyone? And welcome back to the channel. I hope you're all doing well. Now, today I'm back on r slash am I the jerk. And I've got five incredible posts for you. The first one just starts off completely savagely. Imagine saying this to somebody. You should have thought about that before you procreated. Yep, those exact words, absolutely unbelievable. But hey, this is r slash am I the jerk. Before we get into it, drop a like if you like this subreddit and make sure you are subscribed or you click the follow button on whatever platform you're on so you keep up to date with my daily Reddit content. Without further ado, here we go enjoy oh and also make sure to get your comments in down below on all of these stories i want to hear your guys thoughts are these people the jerks or not let me know let's go am i the jerk for saying you should have thought about that before you procreated my ex and i have a 13 year old daughter nicole Nicole has several medical conditions that require a lot of attention. She will need some sort of in-home assistance for the rest of her life. While we have an aide to help a couple of days a week, it is still a challenge. The outcome of Nicole's condition became clear when she was two. At that point, my ex and I agreed we wouldn't have more kids because it wouldn't be fair to anyone. There'd be no way we could focus attention on two kids. Someone would lose out in this situation. We divorced when Nicole was five. We originally had 50-50 custody. Three years later, my ex remarried. His new wife, Callie, is nice. My ex did say that she didn't understand the severity of Nicole's condition. I figured there was a learning curve. Eventually, Callie basically said she wanted to be hands-off, which I respected, though I wondered how it would work considering Nicole lives with them half the time. Last year, my ex and Callie had a baby. I was a little surprised given my ex was always firm on not having more kids but figured it wasn't any of my business he did begin to complain that it was a lot of work juggling nicole and the baby i sympathized but i really didn't know what else to say recently the venting got worse he said callie yelled at him for taking nicole to her physical therapy appointment instead of helping her with the baby he brought up potentially having nicole stay with me more i wasn't entirely shocked but it angered me I said Nicole was his daughter. He can't just abandon that responsibility. He asked what he was supposed to do about the baby. I said, maybe you should have thought of that before you procreated. I mean, really, we discussed this 10 years ago as to why it would be hard to juggle two kids. Why did you think having another would be a good idea? He got quiet and said, Callie wanted a baby. I said that isn't enough of a reason. And maybe he should have thought harder before bringing more life into this world. The conversation ended with me saying I'd call my lawyer and we could arrange for him to have less custody as I'd rather my daughter be properly cared for than be viewed as a burden. Callie called me that night very upset that I'd made my ex cry and that I said her baby shouldn't exist. I said that's not what I said completely, more that they didn't think it through. She called me a jerk. So, am I in the wrong? All right, good one to start. OP, first of all, clearly you're not the jerk here. You had that agreement with your now ex you stuck to that you've said i'm not having any more kids it doesn't matter that you've divorced and, and he's found a new partner he made that agreement 
and practically speaking yeah you guys don't have enough time or resources for another child even though he's with a new partner now doesn't change anything nicole has to be the focus for your ex i think what is he doing genuinely what is he doing like he knows he won't be able to look after another kid as well even with another partner and he still has to do 50 50 custody you both know that there's not enough time for another kid and ultimately he's just being super selfish by saying oh yeah well callie wants another kid um so i'm gonna have one mm, that's probably gonna stretch me pretty thin but you know you can look after nicole more can't you and i can focus on my brand new wife and my do-over life and you know it'll be fine right no doesn't work like that i also do put some blame on callie of course as well for seemingly pressuring your ex op into having a kid she should have known and i'm sure she did when she she got together with your ex i mean he must have told her right i have this kid nicole she has difficulties she's gonna need in-home assistance for the rest of her life we're gonna have to be there for her a lot i cannot have another child like surely he said that maybe he didn't maybe i'm i'm, I'm asking and expecting too much of your ex op but he must have at least given kelly some indication but yeah i feel like they're just like oh we can kind of forget about nicole now no it doesn't work like that as op said it's your kid am i the jerk for kicking my brother and his family out after he tried to give me a whore invention i'm having a hard time feeling remorseful and i'm unwilling to apologize for calling my brother out and for asking him to vacate my property i've given him many chances to stop this behavior and my brother won't stop shaming me for having been a stripper before i got my prestigious job these are his literal words. I'm a nurse anesthetist. He's been making offhand remarks about me having been a stripper since he found out six years ago. He gets on these long tirades about how I am ungodly, unholy, and that the sins I committed can never be forgiven unless I repent and let Christ into my heart. Now, I am not religious. I'm certainly not a Christian, and I will never be one. But my brother refuses to accept this. Also, I only started stripping because his drug and gambling addiction ruined mine and our parents' lives. He remortgaged their house, took out loans and several credit cards in our parents' name, and even sold our parents' identity to his former dealer. I didn't know how bad the situation was until I came home one day from university and found strangers living in our house. My father was too embarrassed to let me know why they were living out of their car. They also never reported my brother to the police because my parents didn't want him back in prison. Last time he went in for two years and me and my parents were blackmailed to pay his prison debts. So when I found out that my parents, baby sister and baby brother were living out of their car, I decided to work as a stripper. I made good money and with that money, I was able to house my family, pay off my parents' debt, my brother's debt, and put my younger siblings through college and university. During that time, I also paid for his rehab and he got his life together. Now he is happily married, employed, sober, and with a child on the way. FYI, I paid for his wife's IVF treatments. Last Sunday, our parents invited some people over for a big catered dinner. My brother and his wife thought this would be the perfect time to turn it into what he called a whore-avention and embarrass me in front of all the guests. I completely lost it. I was so enraged that I spent most of the evening cussing him and my sister-in-law out. I reminded him that I would never have been a stripper if he hadn't tried to ruin us. On Monday, I drew up an eviction notice and sent it to him. I want to cut all ties with him and his family. I am truly done with him. Almost everyone is telling me I am right in being angry, but that it's terrible to kick him and his wife out when they are due to have their first child in nine weeks. 
My parents are begging me to forgive him and honestly, I feel like I have been and i'm being reasonable I've given them 90 days I'm done being called the whore of babylon and the downfall of mankind. Yeah, this is just horrible to read I'm, sorry. This is absolutely disgraceful after all you've done earning all that money putting yourself in and probably I mean to be fair You didn't say if you liked it or not But I imagine that a decent number of people who have worked in the industry are doing it for money rather than pleasure Maybe i'm wrong there. Maybe i'm assuming but that's kind of what I think you've put all that work in You know put, put kids through college got your brother out of a of a unbelievable hole yet it seems like he doesn't care at all now he has no gratitude towards what you did and is actually throwing it back in your face oh you made me all this money and, and helped pretty much save my life and let us have children by stripping therefore you're a disgrace right weird it's very very weird to be honest i wouldn't give him 90 days i would just i'd get him gone immediately imagine that you work so hard and give so much of your money away to somebody to help help them so much and they say this cut ties get him out don't give him 90 days am i the jerk for not showing up for my birthday dinner at a nice restaurant knowing everyone was waiting for me and my parents had to pay a deposit for the table i am a 16 year old boy and i'm the second oldest of four my older sister who is 18 has down syndrome and is medically complex with complex needs she also has food allergies. My younger sister, who is 13, has a host of food allergies, and some of them are very serious, and she's also on the spectrum. Then we have my younger brother, who is 11. He has a lot of medical issues related to food and allergies that go along with it. We always try to make sure places are accessible for them, especially because my older sister is in a wheelchair. Well, it sounds like you have some phenomenal genetics going on in your family, OP, is all I'll say. Anyway, this does mean I can be overlooked. It does mean making sacrifices or accepting that things will never be as far as it would be for a kid in a family with less extra or special needs. I'm used to not getting my favorite dishes and I'm used to not getting my top pick for vacations because my parents don't think it's accessible enough or autism friendly enough. I'm used to my siblings never getting turned down for that stuff. After a while, it became something I expected. I was lucky that my maternal grandparents tried to make up for it when they could and my best friend's family would also include me in their family for stuff like meals out. My favorite restaurant in our city is this Indian place. My favorite dish is their samosas. I never get to eat there with my parents and siblings and we never get takeout from there because it's not deemed safe for all my siblings. Sometimes that stinks, especially when my parents proclaim they always get their kids' favorite food from their favorite restaurant for their birthdays each year. This year, my parents made a big deal over me turning 16, and they told me to pick my favorite place for us to have a family dinner for my birthday. A family dinner that included extended family. I told them my favorite place, and they told me that wouldn't work. I asked them if they wanted my favorite place or a place catered to my siblings. They asked me if I didn't want to cater to my siblings, and I said no. They asked where did I want to go. I said the Indian place. They gave me one of those looks and said they would give me more time to think. A couple of weeks after, they asked me where I wanted to eat for my birthday, and I told them my answer had not changed. They asked if I could really enjoy my birthday, knowing it wasn't accessible and safe for my siblings to eat there, and I said yes, since it's meant to be my birthday, and they wanted me to say my favorite restaurant. They told me they would book the family favorite and went ahead and did that. The family favorite has nothing I actually like. I just tolerate it. They had everything planned, invited everyone, and when the evening came for the dinner, 
I just didn't go. My parents are furious with me. I had everything taken for a week and they plan to continue the punishment in some way. My grandparents defended me, but my parents said I was rude. So am I the jerk? Okay, you are definitely not the jerk, Opie. And um, to be honest, I just feel super bad for you. This is a terrible situation to be in. Now, from your parents' perspective, I get it, it's tough. They obviously have children that, that need a lot more than you do. But that shouldn't mean that you just isolate a child completely and don't listen to them at all. The fact that you've said that you're barely ever allowed to go or just never go out to your favorite places or, or do your favorite things with your family, it has to be only with other people, is such a joke. Surely, like at one point, your mum could go out with you to the Indian restaurant. Your dad can stay at home and look after the kids for one evening or just get a babysitter or something go out on your own with both your parents to your favorite restaurant so therefore not putting your your siblings at risk and enjoy yourself now with vacations family vacations i understand it a little bit more like you do have to cater to all the children and that is going to limit where you can go i think you probably understand that as well op but with going out for a meal for your birthday i mean have two meals have one where you go out with your siblings. Have one where you go out with your parents and mates or whatever and people that don't have, you know, allergies and stuff like that and have a great time at your favorite place. I don't see why that's that hard. Ultimately, the blame obviously has to lie with your parents who are just completely ignoring your wishes. As I said, fully isolating you from the family. And, and thankfully, your, your grandparents are picking up a little bit of the slack, but it's not on them to do this. It, it's, it's, it's just disgraceful oh to be fair opie has said below that his best friend's parents even bought him a gift card for the restaurant so he could go out with some of my friends and his grandparents made sure i was celebrated in a way that actually celebrates me so i mean these people know what to do and they're not your parents your parents as i said again are a disgrace am i the jerk for dropping off my stepkids with my in-laws and saying that they are not my problem anymore my wife passed away just before last thanksgiving it came out of nowhere and i'm somewhat broken to make it worse my stepkids have decided that since i'm not their father they don't have to obey me anymore they are teens and they have never been my biggest fans they love their dad and i was only ever their mum's husband however when dina was alive they treated our home well and me with respect after she died they became jerks yes i know their mum died it sucks but that was my wife and the mother of my children. I'm also having a tough time dealing with her. Their paternal grandparents are also trashing on me for not being more understanding of all they're going through. I've tried. I've offered them counseling. I've given them space. I've been there for them. I'm at my wits end. The last straw was when we were over there for supper last week. I said it was time to go so I could get the littles to bed. My stepkids said that they didn't want to go and that I should leave them and come back for them. It is a two hour drive. I said no. Their grandparents said I was being too hard on them and that I should let them stay. I'm having a hard time with two small children, the loss of my wife and two teen jerks without having my in-laws pile on to make my life more difficult. So I did. I also packed up their stuff. Instead of coming back for them, I dropped off their stuff at their grandparents' house. I have two kids under five to take care of. I don't really have time to baby two teens that are just making my life harder. My house is clean for the first time in weeks. My kids are sleeping through the night. My stepkids are living with their uncle in the same city as me so they can finish high school with their friends. Everyone on their dad's side is against me. I really don't care. I was told by both of them and by their father that I'm not to try and parent them. So I'm not. I actually do not have any parental rights over them. 
Their dad was not even okay with me being a contact for them at school So his parents bear the contacts my wife left behind a small life insurance policy Which I will divide between the four kids, but I was the breadwinner in my house I bought pretty much everything there for the last eight years So now it's all mine. My in-laws are calling me a jerk for abandoning the kids But I have two kids that need me more the older two have a dad as well as grandparents to help them My kids do too, I guess but they also have me and I want them to have a peaceful home Okay, great stuff. You're definitely not the jerk to me It sounds like everyone has has got what they wanted Your stepkids are seemingly happier. You're happier. I'm sure your biological children are happier as well What's the problem? The only people that are getting annoyed at you are the in-laws. I think it's completely fine. You found a solution. And uh, yeah, you've taken them up on their offer. Good for you. Also, if you were such a hindrance throughout this entire thing, like, where is the dad? Where is their dad in this? Your stepkiss, that is. Like, only when it came to paragraph four or five or, or seven, actually. Yeah. Okay. No, actually, it's paragraph eight. No, paragraph nine. <laughs> Only when, when I got to the ninth paragraph here, did we even mention their dad? That is how irrelevant he seems to have been in this whole thing. Where is he? It's your kid. Step in. Date them. I don't know. OP's definitely not the jerk, no matter what's going on there. Now for our final Am I the Jerk post of this episode. Am I the jerk for cancelling our anniversary trip because my husband drowned my terrarium? I am a 29-year-old woman, and I travelled across the country to visit a company regarding an incredible job offer. I spent two days touring the company to decide if it would be the right fit for me after years of self-employment. After meeting with the company, I visited my sister, who is 32, and her family a few towns over. We barely get to see each other because of work and distance, so it was wonderful to spend a few days with her, the family, and her new baby. I was gone for a total of eight days. When I returned home, I was excited to spend time with my husband and tell him about the trip, my visit with my sister, my impression of the city, etc. We were meant to be celebrating our anniversary and decided to put off the discussion about whether or not I should accept the job offer until after our anniversary getaway. I'd arranged for us to go on a luxury train ride because he's a big train enthusiast and we were meant to leave for the trip three days after I got home. This is when the problem started. I have a very large closed bioactive terrarium, which I made with my mother 15 years ago. It's one of my favorite things I have of her before she passed. This terrarium is my pride and joy and has come with me everywhere since we planted it. It was always super healthy and beautiful and I've only ever had to open it four times to do a little maintenance and watering. My husband knows all of this, which is why I don't understand why he decided to tamper with it in my absence. I didn't notice the night I got home because I was exhausted, but the next morning I went to check on the terrarium to find it in a terrible state. The roots were rotting and the plants dying and molding. He told me that the day I left, he poured a few cups of water into the vessel and sealed it again. I was so mad I cried and it turned into a huge argument because it's just a plant and all you do is look at it anyway. He called me ungrateful and overdramatic and that I should appreciate that his intention was to help me and that he didn't ask because he didn't want to bother me on my trip. I ended up canceling our anniversary plans, partly because I was so upset that I didn't want to go and partly because I wanted to try and salvage the plants and that would require time. He hit the roof when I told him and is now sleeping in a separate room and refusing to speak to me because according to him, I'm being petty and trying to destroy our marriage. Am I being oversensitive about my plants? 
My friends are pretty evenly split and have pointed out that he was just trying to be thoughtful However misguided it was okay. I think that makes it five for five Not the jerks here. There's no way you can possibly be the jerk like yeah, he was trying to help but surely Throughout the time that you've been with your husband He has known how to look after your terrarium and and what exactly you do or not do actually to, to make sure everything's okay if you just leave it as it is for the majority of the time surely he'd know that like or at least he'd ask you before chucking water in it to make sure the plants all right it's just stupid now look he probably is just a dumb guy when it comes to plants like most of us are i mean look at that guys does that look real it's not do you want to know why because i probably couldn't be trusted to look after a plant and also can't be bothered right i don't really care maybe it's a guy thing but i, I wouldn't like say you know someone that cared about plants was like oh yeah i'm leaving and then didn't even mention their plant either i'd be like okay well do you want me to look after it what do i do or i'd just say if they wanted me to then they would have told me especially when it comes to my wife do you get the point i mean look at this don't trust guys with plants i, I don't know what a stigma that is and a, and a sweeping statement but it's the truth uh, nonetheless your husband's an idiot Sorry to let you know. Anyway, guys, that is going to do it for this one. Really hope you enjoyed it. As always, get in the comments down below. Let me know. Was I right? Was I wrong? Am I the jerk? That's what this is really all about. Help me. Let me know. If you do want more from me right away, check out this episode of r slash am I the jerk on screen right here. Also linked down below. And yeah, I'll see you guys all tomorrow for some more Reddit stories. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.